0: Welcome to Dad Feelings, More Than Meets the Eye edition of this podcast. Um, I was going to do like the song thing, but I, I chickened out at the last second. I really just I, I couldn't commit to the bit. I couldn't um, couldn't get there. But we are talking about Transformers this week on the show, and I am joined by uh, someone who I think of as as a, as a Transformers expert, and definitely in my in my. Uh, Twitter experience is probably the most transformer knowledgeable person that I am aware of, and that is cartoonist uh, Jan Weedle. Hello.
1: Hello. Oh my gosh, that's a high praise. <laughs> I mean, I think
0: it's it's originally deserved because when I asked you to send me some stuff about like Transformers, because um, a little background for me is like I uh, I think I grew up just after the first Transformers cartoon was a thing. And so for me, I was aware of it. It was just sort of a background thing in my life. And uh Mm -hmm. the the only real Transformers media that I ever got into was Beast Wars, which in Canada was called Beasties for some reason.
1: (laughs) Um (laughs) that's like really similar um for me also. I never grew up with G One, the original cartoon. Um I I grew up watching uh Beast Wars also. Um, though Uh, I actually, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, so I couldn't tell you the first thing about it other than, uh, I
0: loved Dinobot a lot. Dinobot's great. Um, and so that's sort of my context for Transformers. That and obviously the movies, which are inescapable. I only saw the first one after that. I was like, yeah, okay. I kind of get it. Um, (laughs) and I guess there's a new one coming out. Um, I think when this goes up, it will have been out for like a week or two, but as far as I can tell... There's time travel. Maybe there's not time travel, but there's nights and there's uh fa- people who you would think would be too famous to be in a Transformers movie, but are not.
1: I don't, I don't and, know uh, what's going on in those movies.
0: <laughs> and there's so much stuff. Like, and you sent me these really great guides on um on just understanding this franchise because the thing about this series is it's different from something like like some of the other really enduring sci-fi kind of like fantasy uh series uh like star wars or star trek or whatever which started off as films or or tv shows or whatever Transformers started off as toys and so much of the um definitely of the early stuff and um and ongoing stuff too is geared towards like selling toys and like making toys right and so like uh, there is no continuity. There are there are um, millions of versions of every transformer, and we we're talking primarily today about Optimus Prime. And uh, the first thing that I guess we have to talk about is the fact that there are a lot of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Where do we begin with Optimus?
0: Right, there's so many Optimus Primes, and I, I think he's still a very recognizable character as uh i a robot that turns into a truck i think we all sort of like many people can be like that's optimus prime i know who that guy is um right but there's so many different incarnations of him across different series and um and there are, there are some things in common though i think across all of those depictions um do you, what are some what are some of those qualities you would say that like mark the optimus prime character
1: um luckily he like more or less like looks the same. So like superficially Optimus is generally recognizable. So like everyone, I think, like you said, can like recognize, you know, this, this truck that turns into a robot that's Optimus Prime. Everyone knows who that is, whether you're familiar with Transformers or not. Um, as like a character. Uh, um, oh, wow. Um, I guess so. I should say that uh, I'm most familiar with like how he's portrayed in like the G1 cartoon, the original cartoon, and um, how he's is in like the Transformers Prime continuity, which came out like a few years ago. It's like a, a 3D animated cartoon, and then um, my favorite right now is the comics, how he, how he is in those. And um, across the board, he's like this uh stoic leader type although I guess in G1 he's like kind of like this fun leader he's not like shoot from the hip or anything like that um he's not like cocky but he's like uh I sort of like characterize them as like different kind of dads in my head so like (laughs) G1 Optimus is like the cool dad who like plays basketball with you and like he literally plays basketball with like the kids in the cartoon (laughs) <laughs> um, and then, like, in Prime, he's, like, this very, like, somber, soft, burdened dad who's, like, very, um, emotional. And then in IDW Comics, he's, um, this, like, very, I guess he's an angry dad. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Let's talk about some of those threads, because you're talking about he's like, he's different kinds of dots and different media, which is kind of interesting, because it speaks to the ways that the same character is portrayed in different ways, according to who's writing the character. And this is something that happens in like a lot of comic series and things like that. But like, there's no effort in Transformers to sort of reconcile all of those continuities or make them canon, which I find really refreshing as someone who has tried to wade through uh, mainstream comics and deal with the fact that like every few years Marvel is like oh we we're retconning everything and this is canon now and um in a way the sort of like sort of crass commercial origins of the Transformers franchise I uh, make it they're a little more honest in the fact that they're like oh, it doesn't matter. We're just telling stories with these characters and sometimes they're going to line up and sometimes they won't. And like, most people aren't consuming all of the media that we make about this. Like when I go to the Transformers Wiki, which is very funny, by the way, like it's a as far as fan wikis go, it's very
1: good. Um, yeah, the Transformers Wiki is like fantastic. Um, I love it. It's it's just fun to casually read because they're so um witty. yeah
0: like the captions for images aren't just like here's optimus prime he's uh just being a dude it's just always something like really just like goofy um yeah like here's optimus prime check out this dad bod um and uh (laughs) (laughs) like so there's all these versions of these characters um and they don't have to line up but I think Optimus Prime is sort of this this data figure across all of them, um, because he is the leader of the Autobots, right? So he is he's the the good guy leader. Um and I didn't realize that sort of that was fleshed out a little more later on with like the they sort of started these origin stories of like, oh, Optimus started off as like an idealistic, like cop basically but then he's exposed to the corruption of the system by megatron who is like this lowly miner who is being like exploited by society and then he like rebels against the 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 government but then megatron has like a very like kill them all and like i'm gonna take over sort of point of view and i didn't realize like it seems kind of like a professor x magneto sort of dynamic
1: oh for sure yeah that's a that's an excellent parallel to it um I uh I agree um, and um just to backtrack like just a little bit um a really interesting thing about how audiences like perceived Optimus is like when when the G1 cartoon was like airing I don't think the people making it like realized how attached kids grew to the cast and to Optimus himself because this these were like 30 minute commercials for they were just trying to get people to buy toys. Um, right. So they had no idea just, like, how much of an impact these characters would have. Um, and uh, eventually when the first movie came out in 1986.
0: <laughs> I know where this when, is going.
1: Yeah, the first thing they do is kill everyone. Just, like, <laughs> and it's brutal. Have you seen the movie? I have. Optimus Prime just gets, like,
0: shot to death. It's, yeah, like, pretty it's, brutal. He's, like, steaming really smoke and fire, and then you see the life drain from his body.
1: Right. And this traumatized kids. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, that's that's the death of my father. Because <laughs> they, they didn't see Optimus as, like, uh, a figure to project onto. They didn't, like, see him as, like, that's me. That's that's a role model. That's my father figure. So like to see him die on screen alongside of all these like other very lovable characters was traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think um, when they brought out like R- Hot Rod and the preceding cast with him, like they kind of failed a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Like, uh, that's, yeah.
1: That's, that's like a weird reputation among um, like g one and things like that. But yeah, Optimus had
0: like such an impact on kids. Yeah, well, that's wild too. That like, I mean, for a for a kids' show to have that kind of like relationship between the audience and a character, because I feel like if you compare it to the closest thing that, like, the closest things that were were going on around the same time, like you've got like things like Ninja Turtles, you've got um, superhero movies, like the early Batman movies and stuff, like. Um, <laughs> most kids I don't think were like, oh, Superman's my dad or like Batman's my dad. Like yeah. maybe some, but I think a lot more were like, I'm going to pretend to be Superman or like whatever. And so like yeah. that seems like a very different kind of relationship to, to cultivate whether that's intentional or not.
1: It's it's really interesting to me too, because uh, to me, Optimus Prime is like representative of like this uh, ideal. Uh, to me, I don't like, I think I've, I've mentioned on like publicly before, like I'm a fatherless person. I never had a father. So Optimus to me is like this platonic ideal of like a father figure also. He's like he's like this compassionate leader who's caring and fun and he connects with, you know, everyone around him. Um so I think probably kids saw that in him too.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's funny because uh, I mean, Obstinus dies that, that first time, and then he just kind of keeps doing that, um, as it turns <laughs> he out. He dies just,
1: in, like, every continuity. <laughs> he just dies
0: a lot. And um, I was reading the wiki, and they were like, oh, there are a bunch of reasons for this. Um, first of <laughs> all, it allows him to be replaced by a new character, and so there's a new toy. Um, yeah. Or it allows him to come back from the dead in a new body, and again, a new toy. Um it's like dramatic or it used to be before it happened 24 times um and it right. makes it makes him into kind of like a christ figure because he's like sacrificing himself for like
1: for the, sure. the good oh, of that, autobots that parallel is absolutely there i don't i don't think i personally have any like comments to make on that but like yeah he's absolutely a christ like figure and there's like a whole lot of like religious lore in transformers itself that is just like like everything else, very convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> like, their god is their planet, and... Oh, my God, it's so much.
0: Yeah, I was not aware of a lot of that. Like, I picked up little bits and pieces from Beast Wars, and then, I guess, from the first film as well, but, like, I... And I, to some extent, I knew that this was a series that still had a huge following, Um and that there were comics being made of it still, but, like, I didn't really get how sort of deep that went. And you suggested a few for me to read. And like I was like really like, Wow, this is like pretty cool actually. Like, um there's the the one series, I think it's the IDW series. Um
1: Was it more than H C I?
0: Uh, well, that was the, that was the sort of, this. I, I read that one, and then I read these, these origin ones about the conflict oh, between... Oh, the,
1: yes, I understand, yeah.
0: Right, and, um, yeah, it's, just, I didn't realize that that was, like, a whole thing, like...
1: The IDW um, comics are fantastic.
0: Yeah, and, like, they get into, like, all of this, like... It's kind of funny at first glance to be like, "Oh, these are giant transforming robots talking about ethics and like reading Tony Ben quotes about power."
1: Right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's like very. It's like uncanny, but also, once you get into it, you're like, "Yeah, that's right." Like, um, this is like I'm such a nerd, but like every time I read chaos theory, that's the two parter about Optimus and Megatron and it gets to the part where Orion is like storming the senate and like screaming um the three questions he wants to ask them I get so genuinely emotional every time
0: In that continuity Orion Pax is Optimus's original name and is prime a title
1: Yeah, it's something like that. Um in like every continuity I think um he's originally this this robot named Orion Pax and through some um event or another, he is bestowed the matrix of leadership, which is like a thing he holds in his chest. Um and he and through that he becomes Optimus Prime. And in like this specific continuity, uh yeah, the Prime is like a title. Um and there have been like primes before him and in some continuities they're worshiped as like deities and like sometimes they are deities. But I think it's like a marker of status for Optimus to become like a prime.
0: Yeah, because um, I remember in the movies, too, like after Optimus dies in the first 10 minutes, um, then they have a new <laughs> a new leader. Does he does he also die? Um,
1: yeah, Hot Rod becomes Rodimus Prime in the right. cartoon. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then there's, well, uh, well uh, there's Ultra Magnus, I guess. Does he also die in that movie? I forget. Magnus?
1: Magnus doesn't become a prime. Like Optimus is like, I'm gonna give you the prime. I'm gonna give you the matrix of leadership because I want you to be the next prime. And Magnus is like, oh, I'm so grateful. This was such an honor, or whatever. Um, <laughs> but then it like immediately falls to the ground, and, and Hot Rod catches it, and it's and it's like a big glowing moment. Like he's the chosen one. He's the special boy.
0: Um, <laughs> Papa's special so he boy. he ends up
1: becoming prime. Yes, he's a, he's, he's yes, he's the very special boy. <laughs> Oh, he's like a shithead
0: in the comics too. Um, now a lot of because like a lot of the the continuities involve the Transformers interacting with people, right? So like a lot of them take place on Earth. So like the movies, obviously. Um, the the first cartoon I think G One was about them like hanging out with people, and there was like that kid who had that robot suit. Was that G One? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, in g One, uh, they're on Earth and in the cartoon before the movie, um, they're usually hanging out with, uh, Spike and his, his dad, Sparkplug. Um, and then the movie takes place in the future in the year, I think 2004. Is that right? Um, and, uh, by then, Spike has had his own kid and his name is Daniel.
0: Oh, uh, um, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the kid in the little robot suit.
0: okay. Yeah. I remember that now. Um, and so, like, is he, like, a father figure to, like, humans as well?
1: I don't I don't think there's, like, a, a specific theme of that. But although Spike spends so much of his time, like, with the Autobots and with Optimus, like, that could be argued, I think, because um, that character obviously would, like, look up to him so much and, like, they'd do things like play sports together and have, like, fun antics together. Um, so, like, yeah, I think so. Um, in Prime, there's also kids that, like, hang out with the group. And uh, Optimus has kind of a relationship like that with the, the lead character, Jack, who, uh, I, although this is, like, a really interesting thing to me. Um, I think Prime is the stands out because um, the lead boy doesn't have just, like, a father and, like, no mother. He has a mother and no father. Mm. So, um, I think Optimus sort of stands as, like, a father figure for him. Um, and Jack kind of, towards the end of the series, ends up looking up to him as, like, a, a figure to kind of imprint on, like, that. Huh.
0: I mean, I know, like, or I think, at least I remember, that is sort of a thing that happens in the, um... The live-action films as well?
1: Um, I thought, like you, I've only seen the first live-action film. <laughs> um, I remember seeing it when it came on theaters, and I was like, this was before I actually was, like, really into Transformers. Um, so I remember being, like, really excited about what was going on, but not really understanding any of it. <laughs> um, and then after that, I never watched anymore, because I was like, these are garbage.
0: <laughs> They're not great.
1: <laughs> no, they're not. I have no idea what's going on in the one that's coming out now. Um, although I will probably drag all my friends to see it anyway and they'll all hate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh. I mean, yeah, like the character in that um is sort of like a weird alt version of Spike, right? His name is like Sam Whitwicky. Um, yeah,
1: something like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: No one really knows. Uh, Except the wiki, which is exhaustive. Um, Right. (laughs) I love that. The Transformers wiki, you'd think... So, like, I think a normal person would be like, oh, I bet it'll include information on the characters' appearances in, like, film and, like, cartoons and comics and whatever. And it's like, you're right. And also, it includes their appearances in children's books, in, like, weird, like minor mobile games in, like, every yeah. possible thing that they have appeared in ever.
1: I love it. Um, they're so thorough.
0: <laughs> they're extremely thorough. It's very good. I like and it And they a lot.
1: have, like, commentary on everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that is the best part. Um, <laughs> there's a basketball reference in one of the Optimus Prime captions, which is... Wow!
1: (laughs) Oh my God! Okay.
0: There's also a picture of him hugging someone, and the caption is "Christian side hug."
1: Oh, who is that? I want to.
0: It's him hugging Magnus, I think.
1: Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So this is Um, all very good.
1: There's like interesting themes of like fatherhood, like all all across Transformers. I think Optimus Prime stands out the most. I think because he's such an iconic figure, like he's a symbol, and he like stands for something. Um, but it's really interesting to me how, like, the, these, like, robots who are, like, largely, like, sexless, and, like, they, they have relationships with each other, and because, like, most of, until recently, like, the cast is largely male, um, it's interesting how the relationships they develop with each other, and, um, um, I don't think, like, fatherhood was a theme that, like, that got touched upon until, like, very recently, uh, in the comics, um, and, like, Optimus aside, there's, um, Megatron actually, uh, is, like, later on in, in More Than Meets the Eye, Megatron becomes an Autobot, and he spends time with, rodimus and his crew on the lost light and uh he sort of like rodimus has this relationship where i think he views optimus as a father figure um and then megatron kind of steps in and and is like i'm your dad now (laughs) (laughs) um and it's like it's interesting he's like he's kind of like he's not an oppressive father figure but he like sort of steps in and is like I'm your stepdad and Rodimus is like I hate this and uh, so he he has like this authoritative um, position over Rodimus and um, ends up getting close with uh, another character who's who's supposed to keep Rodimus in line uh, his name is Ultra Magnus and they end up like building a relationship to relationship together and they essentially become Rodimus's fathers and they start like nitpicking his behavior and um, there's like a holiday special where they're like decorating a Christmas tree and Rodimus has run off to this thing called Meteor Fest or something like Coachella essentially and they're like (laughs) criticizing him because he won't answer his texts and things like that. So it's like really interesting how like human they get in the comics and how like these characters become literal dads for like other characters <laughs> and i love that <laughs> yeah
0: i mean the familial stuff is interesting because like first of all the ways that transformers are created is kind of like asexual right like they're either like created by some kind of god force um, or they're just like built, and then have like some kind of energy imbued into them, like a soul imbued into them. And, like, right, exactly. And so, yeah, it, it is like weird. Um, and I'm sure there have been a ton of people who have thought about this and written on this and written stories about this. So um, I'm far from the first to to make this observation. But like, like a lot of robot media, um, there's like the one character whose personality is girl like, at least in G1 or whatever, Mm -hmm. and, uh, like, RC in this case, and uh, it's weird to have Lady Transformers, like, it's confusing to me, and, like, it's, like, just, there's, their rarity is, like, very much, like, like, what is going on there? Because, like, in some, in some continuities, Optimus Prime had a girlfriend before they started, like, this weird war. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then, and then in, um, in one of the, the stories that you sent me to read, which is so cute and funny, um, which is the, um, more than meets the eye story, um, where they all sort of like go on, on vacation basically. Right. And I'll put links to these in the show notes if people want to read them. Um, and like, they have these like hollow matter projectors that let them appear as humans. Um, but like half of them are girls, like just. And they're just like, yeah, this is my cool, like oozy wielding, like teen girl like avatar.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fantastic. And I, I love that play with gender um in that issue. And then later when like hollow forms uh, appear again, um, or hollow matter forms. Um uh because yeah, like uh you have like these these transformers that more or less uh are they're they're Flirted as genderless, but they're all essentially male because they're written to be male. Right. Um, And uh, but uh, this author comes and uh, he's like, no, this one uh, would uh, project themselves as uh, a little girl or like a woman. Um, And yeah, um, world being like this Uzi wielding like freak child. I love that. And um, Ultra Magnus. Uh, he projects himself as this uh, girl that he had um, a close relationship with, um, Verity. She's a, she's a character from uh, the comic, and he grew really, really close to her, and like she saw him as like an uncle figure, and that's really cute. Um, so he's like, uh, well, I, I assume it's, uh, he chooses her because he doesn't quite understand his own personality and who he wants to see himself as. So he kind of, like, um, projects himself onto her, which is, uh, really interesting.
0: Hmm. Yeah. All that stuff is, like, so there's, it, I don't know, like, it's so interesting to me that this, this series and franchise has evolved into, like, this place where, um, People are doing, like, and exploring this stuff um, around it. Like, what started off as just, like, hey, what if we sold toys that were cars that turn into robots? Robots are hot right now and everyone loves cars. Um, And now it's at a point where it's, like, this series that, like, plays with, like, gender and, like, family stuff. And, like, is trying to tell stories about, like, civil like war and things like that like yeah. it's like wow that's that's kind of <laughs> that's impressive
1: yeah i really love it and and it it's uh it can often be very like surprisingly nuanced in ways that you you wouldn't expect of like a cape comic or like a franchise owned comic um so it's like really interesting to read these comics and have them talk about like gender and sexuality and it's not completely fisted and it's not misunderstood or like just like slightly off base of what you understand as like someone who like might have experienced that um and it's refreshing it's very refreshing yeah I re- I'm, a, I'm a i'm a really big fan of the comics
0: yeah and well thank you for sharing um the ones that you linked me to i think there's like a pretty good chance that i'm going to start reading those comics and i don't really read like comics for the most part um but i was really (laughs) just taken by like the writing and and the the visual style it was um yeah it was really
1: good he's he's very like i i really don't i didn't really read comics well okay i read comics a lot in high school and and college and then i stopped and then i picked these up because i got into transformers and i just really absolutely fell in love with them and um so i've just been like dying to introduce everyone i know to them because they're so like well written and thoughtful and funny and nuanced and i just have a good time so i'm really excited that you enjoyed that issue and want to pick up the series itself um i really encourage everyone to it's very good
0: <laughs> yeah um well thank you for coming on this was uh it was really fun i'm glad we got to talk about uh, about Transformers again, and uh, it's been a long time since I thought about them. And we didn't even talk at all about um, Optimal Prime, Primus, Optimus, Primal, oh, Optimus, Optimus Primal. Primal. Uh, yeah, who That's is okay. the
1: I think I would have like floundered completely at that because I'm like, um, oh, mm-hmm. I don't really remember anything <laughs> except he turned into a really scary gorilla and I hated it. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, the whole trans metals thing, uh, they all turned into just really ugly versions of themselves. It kind of sucked. Oh.
1: Oh, I, hate it. I mean, I hear I hear Beast Wars is uh is very popular among
0: Transformers fans
1: and one day I will revisit it. So I don't yeah. know like, But it like scares
0: me. It's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Although let's I although Bees Machines was a whole other thing and it just felt like Man, what are you even trying to do with this with this? This is just a whole weird thing. Anyway, um Yeah. I uh, just discovered Kiss Players and I have to go lay down for a very long time. Um,
1: oh, no. so sorry.
0: Well, it's my fault for looking up Kiss on the Transformers Wiki, um, <laughs> which has its own article, but then linked me to this. And please don't look it up, everyone. Um, and now, of course, you're going to, but don't say I didn't warn you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being on. Uh, do you want to tell people where, where they can find you online? Yeah,
1: uh, I'm at uh, JN on Twitter um, I've that everywhere essentially on, on Tumblr and whatever I also um, it got hiatus at the moment but I do a lot of time I call it, called Vedica um, you can find that on my Twitter um, it's about skeletons it's not about robots at all um, but yeah uh, thank you so much for having me Merit and I appreciate this so much it was so much fun thank you very much for letting me come on to your show and talk about robot dads
0: yeah <laughs> it was great having you all right, well, um, have a great night, and um, we'll talk to you later.
1: You too. Um, have
0: a good
1: night. Bye, kiddos.
0: Is Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Dad Feelings is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at dadfeelings.com slash support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz, off their album Poiled Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuis for letting us use it. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at DadFeeling and at StayMeanCo.
1: Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.